Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast, where we will discuss with industry experts on how to create wealth and build passive income from apartment buildings, self-storage, mobile home parks, and much more. Here is your host, Jonathan Way. Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Way, and I'm the founder of Grayson Capital Group, my investment firm. If you're interested in passively investing with us, please visit graystonecapgroup.com and join our investor network. Okay, and now on to the show. Hello, Ng. Thank you for coming on the show. Hey, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. Um, Ng is a uh, founder and CEO of 2Z Capital. He's an experienced real estate investor with 65 million assets under management. He has 12 years of real estate experience and has focused on cash flow investing to create significant passive income. Ng is an economist by training from Warren School of Business. He also has experience leading data science and analytics at Apple, Capital One, AT&T. AT&T. He applies that experience when identifying and underwriting investment opportunities in the markets. That's a wonderful background, Ng. Thank you very much. Can you tell us a little about your background, uh, how you got started in commercial real estate? Yeah, my background is probably the classic immigrant story. And I came when I was two years old. My parents are Cambodian and we were uh, refugees um, and we grew up pretty poor, grew up hungry. And my motto for making money was entrepreneurship. And I feel like real estate was a natural transition to doing that. Um, you know, creating value and creating wealth is a really great way to, um, and then doing it in real estate, which leverages compound interest, leverage, and tax advantage strategies. Uh, they all mingle together and natural fit for me. Um, I, I actually study economics and finance. And so um, getting to real estate investing, doing it on the side while I've been working up in corporate America and just having left corporate America, um, uh, it's been a really good fit and allowed me to achieve financial freedom. Oh, great. Wonderful. That sounds like a great story. Uh, I love it. How it's similar to mine. I grew up in a poor country from Vietnam and I came to America young and hungry and poor and wanted to succeed and achieve the American dream. Excellent. So what markets are you focusing now and why? I'm focusing a lot on Kansas City. I really like the area because it's not as competitive or compressed as bigger markets. It still has the market fundamentals I love about, um, you know, like a Phoenix or a Dallas. Uh, it has publishing growth, job growth, diversity, diversity of uh, employment and crime decrease. Those are the factors that make any market really good. And there's a lot of great markets out there, but Kansas City um, has, has all those things, but also has good value still. Uh, in addition, I built a really strong network there and it's hard to um, say that's, it, it's hard to discount the value of that network. Okay, yes, awesome. Kansas City is a very good market. A lot of people like Kansas City now. It's very hot right now. Um, are you working on any deals right now in Kansas City? Yeah, I'm just closing on a 426 unit apartment building. Uh, this would be my fifth deal in Kansas City. Uh, I just made an offer on another 126 unit uh, apartment building. And like I just got feedback 20 minutes ago that they are likely to accept it. Oh, wonderful. Congratulations. Uh, and that sounds really good. So you're growing really fast in, in Kansas City and you're doing well, expanding your network, and you're deep, deeply entrenched with a lot of people in, in Kansas City. That's great. Um, so how did you um, get, get started in multifamily? How did you learn you know, the education aspect? How did you raise capital? How did you do that? So I've been investing in real estate for 12 years and I've started to buy, like most people, residential size real estate. So I bought my first 
quadplex um, in 2008. Much better timing than now. Uh, and it was much cheaper, of course. So it was very accessible. <laughs> and then that really uh, gave me a, a good feel of cash flowing real estate. And that's what I did. I did the bird method, you know, buy, rehab, refinance, and then acquire something new. And, and that's what I did that for four years straight, just buying and refinancing and rehabbing and uh, and then and then buying something new. Um, the way I got into a larger multifamily, uh, I started to to start. To, I started to invest in other people's deals because I wanted to see how that looked from an investor perspective. You know, it was hard to, to essentially manage everything and be a full time employee as well. Um, and then I started to use some of my refinances from my current my current personal holdings to um, buy something bigger myself. And one of the properties I bought, I actually made a pitch deck. I didn't oh. intend at all to um, to uh, syndicate it or raise any money. I had all the capital I need personally to buy it. But as soon as I made a pitch deck and I shared it with a few friends because I wanted to see their feedback on it. Um, this is just an exercise in like, hey, this is my underwriting. This is how I think about it. This is how it's going to make money. This uh-huh. is the return. I didn't think about it from a syndication perspective. I got offers to re- to invest almost eight hundred thousand dollars, and it's wow. like, wow, that was easy. Um, I've been talking about real estate for a long time, so I think it was a natural transition. You know, something you, you talk about passionately about, and you have a track record of success. Uh, people will, will definitely want to, that same opportunity. And I realized that you know, you, a lot of these things aren't about asking people for money. It's about providing opportunities for them to invest the money. Yes, interesting. Yeah, that's great. I like that story how you just wrote a deck for yourself and you weren't, you didn't get no mentor, you didn't get no educational mentor, you just did it yourself. You showed your friend they were interested and they wanted to invest with you. That, that's amazing. I, like, I, like, I really like the story. Um, and I guess you grew that. So how did you grow to be so successful in raising capital? Because you raised millions of dollars. How did you, how, what was the secret to that? Well, I've also... Uh, raise capital in other forms. So being in corporate America, you have projects you need to raise money for. It's not really raising money. It's like pitching a project. So I've been pretty good at pitching projects and getting funding. Um, not really funding as a like, capital, but more like, hey, I need uh, $20 million to hire this many engineers and do this to create this project. And this is going to generate this much value. So I've been always really good at understanding a narrative and understanding how things can make money and pitching it in a way that translates. Um, and then I've also... Uh, pitch for a startup before and uh, I funded that. So this was a natural transition for me as well. Um, a lot of it is really about not necessarily pitching people. It's about providing people value. So I start with uh, a lot, a lot of people come and find me because I've done a webinar or a seminar on tax strategies. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of advocating for tax advantage strategies and or W-2 employees that might know, not know all the strategies there. Okay. I, I, I create really great, I think, pretty good content. At least that's the feedback I've gotten. And then it's a transition to, hey, I would like to invest with you. Oh, okay, great. So you do education webinars like me. I'm a, I'm a CP. I do tax. I talk about taxes, saving taxes. And you did that. So if you saw you, oh, that's great. I want to save money and come to you. Hey, you have any investments, right? That makes sense. That makes sense. Like one hand in hand. Okay. So what would you say there... Um, do you have any personal habits that contribute to your success? Do you have like a morning ritual or some kind of routine that you do every day? 
I, I do intermittent fasting. Um, okay. Sometimes it's on purpose, sometimes it's not. Um, that means I don't necessarily eat breakfast. I, I keep myself hungry. I, I don't really feel hungry now that I'm used to it. Um, and so that's my morning routine. I don't really eat. eat. It might, might be counterintuitive to what everyone said. Intermittent fasting has been really good for my health, but also um, keeps me sharp in the morning um, because I don't have that carb load that uh, maybe if, if I had a breakfast. Okay, great, great. Um, if you, what book would you recommend to our listeners if you have, if you have a good book that you know? Uh, hmm, that's a good question. I have really enjoyed the book um uh, uh i forget by marcus realist so stoicism um it's it's mo- mostly more about philosophies but it's about it's really it's allowed me to take in some good concept of how i can't control everything and that i should let um my uh let things pass where i can and control what i can control okay great great so what's the best way they can connect with you, Ing? Yeah, feel free to go to my website, uh, Tozi Capital, T-O-U-Z-I Capital.com uh, and sign up there. Or you can just email me at Ng, E-N-G, at TozyCapital.com. Great, wonderful. Thank you very much for coming to the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Toz. Thanks for listening. For more information, you can find us online at www.graystonecapgroup.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. See you again next time.